And now, it's the first wave with Pete. Let's just start there. When's the last time you've seen a singer come onto stage? No shirt. Con. John. One of these days, I really need to get some sleep. You uh, all suck. This is going to be a long night for me. And Becca Lee. If I ever it. need a break from these two hoo-ahs, no. I'm not showing my hoo-ahs. <laughs> I think I meant yahoos. The dulcet tones of Gretchen Shea in the Middle Eight. Bringing us in. Uh, so uh, when you hear that, you know it's another Thursday. Welcome into the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. And since it is another Thursday, that must mean it's these a-holes up in your ear holes. My name is Pete. That guy over there, that's John Anthony. Good evening, everyone. And we are off and running. Uh, two chairs, no waiting. Yes. <laughs> uh, taken off uh, this evening. Uh, so we got a lot of show for you this evening. Uh, we're going to be hanging out, uh, talking about a bunch of stuff, catching up uh, from activities over the weekend and the holiday. I still don't. I know what day it is because I'm here. Yes. Yeah, that's the only reason I know what day yeah. it is today. Yeah. I it, it's Today feels like a Tuesday, kind, kind of, of, but yeah. a Friday, kind of fucking things up even more. I'm off uh, tomorrow, so it definitely feels like a Friday. Yeah. So it's very strange. And very it, strange day. I can tell you that it's not a Tuesday because I'd be shooting darts right now. I see. Uh, so it, it, I'd be in the middle of shooting darts right now. So yeah, it, it, it those Tuesday holidays, Jesus Christ. Just spring for the, the Monday too. Yeah. Come I, on. And you know what? I, I probably could have taken the day off. Uh, I have seniority in my department. Uh-huh. But the, department of one? Yes. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So the... The way that I'm, the way that I looked at it was, I was like, you know what, I have nothing else to do anyway. I might as well work. Ah, I, I see. I, you know, because otherwise I take the day off for no good reason. And yeah. Now I just get farther behind. Farther <laughs> it's, behind. Yes. Yeah. It's, I'm behind her. I, 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 yeah, well, I have, I have 200 hours of vacation this year. Uh-huh. I have not taken a single hour. <laughs> and we're already halfway through the year, so mm. I I need to start taking some time off. Yeah, my company uh, went to this scam called Unlimited PTO. Oh, you can have all the time off you want. Yeah, it's like and a, what's it's, the catch? It's a Jedi mind trick, is what uh, it, it is. It has to be because there has to be a catch. Yeah, there is no catch, but as long as you get your job done, you can have all the time off you want. Um, now, we're not saying we're not going to target you for, for any layoffs that might happen. Sure, sure. Uh, if you take a, a, a bunch of time off. But but it's it's one of those things. When you had to go into a job, mm-hmm. right? When you had to go into a job, nine to five, when you had to be there, when you left the job, 
that was nope. Don't call me. I'm, I I don't exist to you until I come back. Till I'm I'm. Do you see my face? I don't exist. Hey, there you go. Right. Then oh, we're gonna work. We're gonna start remote working. Right. So now you're remote working. Well, you know, I'm gonna take a little bit of extra time at lunchtime. Get some stuff done. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Oh well. I took that a little bit extra time, you know, at lunch because, you know, you know, I had something to do around the house and I was there and yada, yada, and there was nothing going on. I'll take this call at six o'clock. Yeah. And then, so that, you know, that just leads to, you know, what it has led to. And then we, and then it used to be when you had vacation, you had to use your time. Okay. So I'm going to use my time. And when it's my time, I'm gone. I'm, I'm just off. Yep. Now, not anymore. Now it's unlimited, mm-hmm. so there's no value to it. No, and so so they don't value it either. Right. Well, I mean, it's not. So it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm taking two days off this week. I'll do ten hours, you know, today. Yeah. Or oh, I'll just take this one call during my time off. Okay. And it, it's just a total erosion. It's that gradual erosion of the the Chinese wall yes. that you should have between uh, your work and your home life. And, you know, I, I have a hard time relating to that because I am still hourly. Yeah. So I punch in, I work, I punch out. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's not entirely true based on some of the additional projects that they, yeah. if someone needs help and they, they need to call me because nobody else is going to have the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, I do occasionally take a phone call here or there, but it's from employees. See, that's the difference. It's, right. it's my it, it's my my coworkers yeah, yeah. who I adore and have no problem helping them as long as I'm physically available. Like right now, my phone goes off. Sorry, you're on your own. Okay. Um, but, well, you know, there are certain things that take sure. precedence. You sure. know, and, and, and this radio show would be one of them. Right. But but so for me is you know I punch in, I punch out. You know, they're not a big fan of overtime. I get some in the summer for some of the projects that I do, but. That's for me is is it's a very different world uh, that you and I live in because yes. I I look at it where this if is I don't... very true. You you have not said a truer <laughs> statement in a long long time. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean I live in my own little world yes. anyway. Uh, but beyond that, when it comes to work, yeah, it's it's one where you know I I I would I would rather be in your shoes because there's a, at least a little bit more money. At the very least, there's more money in in the situation that you're in. Sure, uh, I have, I my company allows you to donate. Uh, you can't donate to to you can't earmark it for an individual for a particular individual, mm-hmm. but you can uh, donate any time that you don't take back, so that. People say they have medical issues or family members have medical issues and they yeah. need to take a bunch of time off and it's more than what they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually donate that uh, to the company and they will dole it out to people who need it. How is this about the conversation that we were having about the erosion of my personal time? Oh, good point. <laughs> it's all about you, See? Pete. It's all I, about no, you and your no, personal no. time. <laughs> it's all about people losing their personal time, and now we're talking well, about was, your was, H, your uh, HR well, department. Well, I was just trying to say that 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 there, that's actually one nice thing. That Who my cares? Does. They, I, they, right. We're not talking about your day job. All I right. was talking about personal liberties being ah. lost. I'm not talking about my job. Yes. I'm talking about 
the erosion of people's personal liberties over time and how time time off doesn't is meaningless now because of that. That's what I was talking about. So I just saw a quick text is uh, uh, how do we get to listen? Uh, don't see any URL for the eight o'clock show. It's waveradioboston.com or wrbrocks.com, folks. If uh, they're not listening, they don't know how to listen. Then they're not listening. Well, they may <laughs> they might be a, they might be on an app. Uh, there, you know, we do have alternate ways of but listening. But if they're not listening well, and they're asking how to listen, you telling them how to listen is n- probably not going to help. Well, right? We'll find out in a minute <laughs> <laughs> with a delay, right? Yes. Uh, so no, I, and and you're right, Pete. Is is the, the there, there's been a work creep into everyone's yeah. life? We're, we're 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 moving on. Yes. Uh, so. We've got a lot of show for you. We got, like I said, we're going to review uh, what happened over the weekend and through the holiday. Uh, lots of stuff, holiday stuff. In addition, uh, coming up very soon, and uh, I'm going to need to. Well, coming up very soon uh, at the in the next break. Actually, we're going to be speaking to uh, Leo Duke. Uh, a artist uh, from the local area whom has recently relocated. We're going to get into all of that. He's actually been here before, but if you're trying to remember back to uh, Leo Duke, uh, I don't remember Leo Duke. Well, there's a reason for that. So we'll get, we're going to get into all <laughs> yeah. of that stuff in the next break coming up. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, and, and Leo, if you're listening, somebody in your family can't doesn't know how to listen. So... <laughs> You might want to. You might want to reach out. Reach to them. out to yeah. them in the ways. Got it. Thanks. Just heard you. Sorry. Yes, yeah, we, we did. Know. We did. We did. Yes. So maybe you did hear John Anthony tell you. See, <laughs> apparently you're in the right place. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to this right now. Meme the week. All right, it's everybody's favorite segment, the Meme of the Week, where, where, where we scour the internet for all the uh, best memes, dad jokes, etc. cetera, uh, that is out there on the internet, or at least in my Facebook feed. All right, we got a couple for you this week. This one, uh, the first one, comes from the, I believe it's the Facebook account of one Silver Elephant. Mm. Thank you, Silver Elephant. Not quite at gold elephant status yet. Right, yes. Yeah. But but above bronze. Yes. Above bronze. Yep. So they don't see their family, <laughs> at their elephant family, all that much. Right. But they still know their name. All They're right. They're working toward it. Yes. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, this meme, uh, once again, from Silver Elephant. In, in the 1980s, I was riding my bike and fell off and hurt my knee. I'm telling you this now because we didn't have social media then. <laughs> <laughs> so... Because everybody tells yeah, every, yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, it's like, oh, I pooped today. Thank you. Yes. I really appreciate that. I saw t-shirts for that. Uh, there's a certain somebody I might have to pick that up for. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So this, uh, this uh, next meme comes from uh, the account No Sleepy Pasta. I love these names. I'm pretty sure they're all Russian bots, but I love them. Yeah. The Russians have a sense of humor, apparently. Apparently, or just their randomizers uh, hit on funny stuff. Yeah, right. randomizers. Uh, the the people who wrote the the bots. Yes, they have a sense of humor. That's right. All right. So no sleepy pasta gives us. <clears throat> so is the background. We've got a, some background. Okay. Because it's the dialogue. Okay. Uh, the background is I'm working a morning shift at a cafe. We are serving breakfast. A little boy and his mother enter the cafe. Mm. And uh, me, the 
waiter yes. uh, says, so what'll it be? The child says, I wish to devour the unborn. Ooh. There is a sudden silence and everyone turns, turns to look. The mother, thank you for stepping on my Damn joke it. yet again. Yet again, you managed to step on my jokes. Thank you very much. Yep. That's two times in a month, ladies and gentlemen. Damn it. Can't wait 30 fucking seconds for a joke to happen organically. You gotta step on it. My bad. Yes, again. Okay. And that is your... Meme of the Week. Someday you learn just because the red light's on and the microphone's in your face doesn't mean you always have to fill it. Got it. Someday. All right. We got a lot of show for you. Leo Duke is coming up next. We got a concert report coming for you later. We're going to wrap up uh, the weekend uh, at the New England, or excuse me, the Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza. And we got all kinds of different stuff for you. It's going to be a fun show. We're certainly off to a wham and bam and start. All right. On the other side, Leo Duke. But first, the cult.
tired of mistaking your denture cream for lube? <coughs> or your lube for denture cream? <coughs> well, worry no more, it's Dentuglide. Using modern gene splicing and Haitian ritual sacrifice technology, we've combined the gripping power of your favorite denture cream and the pleasurable viscosity of your go-to personal lubricant into one action-packed teeth grinding package. My Morty can't see anything without his glasses, and unfortunately, an incident was inevitable. Well, a few skin grafts later, we're both much better. Now with DentuGlide, we don't need to worry. And there's room on the bedside table for other things. <laughs> DentuGlide, now available in bubblegum, cinnamon, and vinegar and water varieties. From the makers of Bright and Tight, the toothpaste and construction adhesive. Available at Atlantic Supermarkets, Osco Drug, and select Leechmere locations.
www.rocks.com. Radio Boston.
you, sir. May I have another? Yep, that's what's been going on the entire break. That's what's been going on the entire break in here. I had to break out the paddle. <laughs> yeah, well. To try yes, to sir. try to Sorry, get, master. get some uh, some semblance of knowedness on yes. doing this radio thing. Yeah. Uh, that was a great music break that kicked off the show for you. The Cult telling us all about what's been going on a lot lately, and it's uh, their song Rain. And yeah. after that one, some Dio, Hungry for Heaven, uh, hitting the high notes. And speaking of high notes, mm. you had our guest who is coming up very shortly. That is Leo Duke and his song Lifeboat. Be part of the show through our website. Make song requests. Weigh in on on-air topics. Tell the DJ just how sexy their voice is. Just head over to WRBRocks.com, then click on the phone icon to be connected to the Abrews listener line to call any of our shows and get on the air live. You can also click the text icon to text our shows or send pics. Not using a mobile device or maybe a little more old school? Call us, 617-829-9283, or send us a text, 617-764-9283. Make your voice heard on Wave Radio Boston. All right, now sit back down, and Ah! don't get back up. All right. All right, so uh, we are fortunate to have a uh, calling guest uh, this evening, uh, calling us from the Mid-South area Joining us on uh, the Wave Radio Boston listener line uh, back in a return performance. Welcome to the first wave. Actually, no, it's not a return performance for this particular person because he was somebody completely different before. Welcome to the first wave, Mr. (laughs) Leo Duke. Too long. That's that is for sure. Yes. So a lot has has gone on since we last spoke, including uh, a little little difference of a uh, nom de de music uh, and a time zone. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. Um, so tell us about about the the name change. You didn't want to. You got you got tired of Southern people calling you Ducharme. Well, no, I mean you know it was you know it was it, that's always kind of been my stage name i guess okay um but no i mean i just you know i i just figured you know simple short gets to the point you know yep um but yeah you know i i got no issue with the you know uh being called either or (laughs) just Um, call me yes as long as they're speaking to you and using your name in whatever butchered form it is why not right exactly yeah (laughs) So, so walk us through since since we last uh, hung out together. You were you were fronting the band um, Crimson Wing, um, and I know uh, you know, you would you would dropped us a line. Actually, the last time last time last time I saw you, you were hot and sweaty coming out of the pit. I believe at the Slash show. Is that right? Yeah, it was Slash. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was just like, you know, I, I was so I was so excited to see you guys. I was like, hey, what's up? Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was great seeing you guys there, and I told I told you that I was gonna have my EP out that summer, uh, but that kind of fell through. Yep. Um, and you know, mainly mainly that happened because uh, I I graduated college and then I moved to Phoenix, Arizona for five months, where I where I went to guitar building school. Oh, cool. Um, that's my day job out here. I'm working for Gibson Custom Shots. Ah, um, so I've, nice. I've been busy, uh, busy doing that. 
but yeah, um, I, I, I always wanted to come back on the show because I had such a great time, you know, when I was with Crimson Wing, when we came on, all of us had a great time on the show, so yeah. Uh, I'm happy to be back and talk with you guys. I got to give you credit. Um, you are officially I, the first and I believe only um, lead singer I've ever sent a mix to who said, you know what? Why can you move me back in the mix a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you get credit for credit oh, for that man. one for sure. Right, right. But uh, so so uh, let's talk about so you were in Phoenix um, going to so you went to a luthier school in Phoenix. Yeah, it's a, a really nice school called uh, Roberto Venn uh, School of Luthery. Okay. And uh, basically, what we did was we uh, we spent five months there, and over the course of that five months, we just went over the you know the basics of well, not even the basics. We our whole class project was you get to build two guitars one of them is an electric and one's an acoustic so i basically treated my electric build as my audition for gibson sure um so when they yeah when when they came around um to the school they they come to the school like every month uh-huh. not no sorry not every month uh every semester yep and uh yeah i, I showed them some of the stuff that i was working on they were like oh that's cool so Sure enough, a couple months later, uh, the teachers at the school, they were incredible. They they helped me get my resume together. They helped me put together their references, all that kind of stuff, so that I would be able to actually land a job out here. So Nice. You know, I owe, I owe them a lot. That's very cool. So, and, and when you say out here, where where is out here? Where, where have you landed uh, after Phoenix? Yeah, uh, out here is Nashville, Tennessee. Oh. Um, I've uh, I've been here about four months, four months to the day uh, that I've been here, uh, and I'm loving it. The the there's music everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and just it's it's so nice getting to be around people who want to be creative all the time, and it's just it's really refreshing to be. Uh, in that kind of an environment, I I, I tell you, Nash, Nashville is is crazy. It is the first airport I've ever been to. So traveling as a you know kind of a boring business person, right? You know, everybody looks like me, right? They're they're paunchy white guys with backpacks on, right? With you know, <laughs> and and dragging a, a suitcase, rolling luggage, yeah. yeah. And and Nashville was the first airport I've ever been to where there's more people wearing guitars wearing their guitar backpacks than their technology yeah. backpacks. It was crazy. It, it's such a, such a yeah, cool vibe you know, instantaneously. I, I went, uh, yeah. I went home the, uh, uh, the weekend that the EP dropped and, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't count how many people <laughs> with guitars I saw. I was like, wow, man, I, I should have brought mine. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am not representing yeah. properly. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's we, just like, I'm working for Gibson. I can't even bring a guitar to an airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did they pull yeah. you aside and, and, and tell you that? Uh, or, you know. Say it one more time? Did they pull you aside and tell you that? Or, or obviously you figured it out for yourself that you didn't have to be spoken to about that, did you? Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, 
so the EP, let's let's let's, let's get into dig into the EP. Um, now where? Sure. So you you know so you mentioned it it dropping, you know before you got to Nashville. So obviously not recorded um, there. Where where did you uh, where you record and and get all the mastering done and all that fun stuff? Well, uh, the the EP it, it did drop a month ago, so it, it was uh, around three months into the point where I got to Nashville. Yep. Uh, but I've been working on this thing for a, a good while over half a year, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, mainly because you know it's just there's so much stuff. Because like I'm I'm an amateur when it comes to like mixing and mastering. Um, and, and actually recording in general, I guess. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure that it sounded as good as it possibly could before it actually went out. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two singles that dropped. Uh, I, I dropped Lifeboat as the first single back on New Year's Day. Um, and, you know, I, the mix could have been better. Uh, same thing with We're Gonna Be Alright. That came out as my second single uh, around mid-April. Mm-hmm. Um, featuring Tiny Venom of Stormstress, yep. uh, our mutual friend. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, I was just like, you know, I want to re-release these, but at the same time, I, you know, I want to make them sound a bit better. Okay. And I feel like this EP kind of gave me the chance to do that. Uh, and on top of that, I had two songs I was already working on to release as singles themselves. But, you know, I figured, you know, why not just put them all together, release an EP, and, uh, yeah, I, I think it worked pretty well. Yeah, um, sounded great. It sounds again, great. Uh, you know, the mixes, in my opinion, are, are way better than they were um, gotcha. uh, in, in the case of the, a couple months ago. Well, yeah, you, know, uh, you live, you learn. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. And Lifeboat, um, we played on the way in, is a, is a fantastic, it's just a great rock song. Yeah. It's a great rock Thank song. Thank you so much. So, so uh, is there? What's the? Give us a little bit of meat behind uh, what went into uh, Lifeboat. Like, uh, you know, is there? What's the meaning? Uh, you know, obviously, there's there's some significant meaning in that uh, in those lyrics. But uh, give us a little bit uh, behind the uh, behind the scenes on that one. Sure. Um, so basically, after I, you know, well. To, to start off, you know, I, I like to write um, a lot of music that revolves around mental health awareness. Um, and uh, that song specifically was based around uh, a friend of mine who I had kind of, around like a really dark time in my life, I ended up uh, kind of pushing them away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you know, once I started getting help for uh, what I was going through and I started, you know, kind of getting some uh, retrospect <laughs> in my head once the smoke cleared, um, I realized, man, maybe I should have, uh, you know, maybe I should reach out and see if I can, you know, salvage this. Because uh, it, it, it was a friend that I really, really cared about and I didn't want to lose. Um, so, yeah, it's just, that's pretty much what it was about um yep. trying to make uh trying to make amends for uh you know kind of throwing throwing them to the side which should which i shouldn't have done sure um and i'm lucky to say that i i do have that friend back in my life oh perfect <laughs> nice perfect happy ending yeah. you gotta there love you. a happy ending um 
not good for yeah, music yeah, necessarily, so, yeah. but but uh, good for a story. Well, it was great because the snapshot in time was yeah. it was really good. Uh, you know, the, the the lyrics in that song are really powerful. Very powerful, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, so you, you mentioned some struggles you, that you had in the past with with your mental health, which you know so many people um, have. Um, so it makes the decision that you made to you know pick up roots, and because I mean your, your family is based up in this area, is that correct? Yeah, um, they're actually listening right now. Hey, mom and dad. <laughs> um, yeah, we're sorry. Uh, we're sorry about yeah, the bit before they, you came on. <laughs> What's that? We're sorry about the bit we ran before you came on. We weren't planning that. Of course we did. Uh, please, you should see the people they've hang around with. They've, they've heard worse. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so my family has just been, you know, extremely supportive of me, especially, you know, during the time where I, I really, well, not not especially that. I mean, they've, they've always been extremely supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they were they were very helpful, uh, very uh, uh, encouraging of me to you know get better when I was really struggling. Sure. Um, and you know I I love them to death for it, and they they've been extremely supportive of me, uh, especially with this move out to New England. You know, my dad told me I I think I'm the first uh, in a couple of generations to actually move out of New England. Uh, in the Ducharme family, so well, um, certainly in the low was, low area, kind of you, a, a daunting. Yeah, you can't. I was gonna say certainly in the low area, you can't swing a cat and not hit a Ducharme. So, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, we're all, we're all over the place up there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so like you said, that, that decision to, to pick up, you know, you're, you're a new college graduate, you've got, you know, you've got this new, um, luthier, um, skill, but you, you made the decision to pick up and go to the most competitive, um, music area in in the country right now. I mean, even New York and LA, I, I'd say, uh, you know, pales to, to Nashville, um, what, what went into to that thought process, you know, or was it, Hey, you know, screw it. I'm, I'm 22, 23, 24. I'm just going to go for it and, you know, let the chips fall. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a mix of that. Uh, you know, I, I always heard about Nashville being this essentially a Mecca of musical artists that want to, you know, want to make it big. And recently, the rock scene up here has been, uh, down here, I guess, um, the rock scene has been really picking up. Like, there's guys from uh, Ace Fraley's band down here, mm-hmm. uh, Mick Mars from Motley Crue, or formerly a Motley Crue, lives down here. Um, so, yeah, it's just, you know, there, it, it, the list just goes on. Um, and there are just some really incredible rock bands that are coming out of this area, like... Uh, my good friend Cadence, um, he, his his uh, band uh, called Cadence, uh, they're they're crushing it. They've only been active for about a year, and they're they're touring all over the south. It's incredible. It's incredible. There's a there's a musician whose real name is Cadence. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah, Cadence in it. <laughs> Come um, on. He was, he's one of my first friends I actually made down here. Nice. Um, and he's been really supportive. Uh, he's just been, he's just been a really great influence to have, uh, 
to be able to hang around. So, yeah, I'm very grateful that I met him. Um, I've also met some uh, in, incredible people. Um, my good friend Rosie Luck, uh, who's based out of Ohio, but she books some. Uh, she books uh, a lot of events down in Nashville. Like she did Creatures Fest last year, the Kiss Festival. Oh, nice! And uh, <laughs> where they had Ace Frehley, Vinnie Vincent, yeah. and Bruce Kulick all on the same stage together at once. Crazy. And uh, she actually booked me for uh, Vinny's record listening party last month, which was nice. a wild experience. Wow. Um, so, yeah, um, it's just it's just really incredible, you know, how fast you meet people down here. So you're listening to the first wave on Wave Radio Boston, and we are spending time with Leo Duke. Uh, if you are interested in giving a call, maybe asking a question. Uh, uh, the Abrams listener line is 617-829-9283. If you maybe a little more shy, you can send a text, 617-764-9283. And of course, uh, since we know the family's listening, uh, embarrassing stories are always great. Uh, so please give us a call. <laughs> Oh God! What are you? Are you trying to destroy my career? <laughs> you know what? Normally, with the feedback, wow. that, the feedback that we've gotten when parents have called in is people laugh their asses off, and and they're even bigger fans. So uh, it's you may turn a few um, that way. All right. Well, now you're just you're just stoking the flames at this point, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, you'll be okay. Uh, you'll be okay. So you mentioned um the uh, you mentioned yeah. the rock scene in Nashville. So a lot of times when people think of Nashville, they think of, you know, country music or, you know, the new alt country stuff or whatever, but it really it does have a pretty vibrant uh rock scene, right? I mean, like Third Man um Records is down there. Um, and, and all the right. stuff that Jack is doing, you know, otherwise, um, so, uh, you know, how would you describe the mix of, of the artists down there, you know, kind of co between country and rock? Well, so far it's, you know, I, I do a lot of different kinds of, kinds of shows. Like if I go to a, a songwriters round where basically, uh, for those of you who aren't aware of what a songwriters round is bring three or four different artists together and they basically go in a line uh playing playing a song that they wrote uh, and this happens for like an hour until like a bunch of other artists come in for uh, another another round um but when i play those it's primarily country artists or or pop artists um okay but then again there are also venues like uh the cobra that are more like um uh the jungle in somerville or uh okay. um middle east upstairs yep uh so like we have venues like that but they're called the cobra um the basement east mm -hmm. um and at those kind of venues uh there there's a uh oh, i'm trying to find the right well, there's a show that goes on like every couple of months uh, called Rare Hair, where they get all like the uh, hair metal fans together and they mm -hmm. just jam on a bunch of like classic hair metal tracks. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot of fun. And there's a huge, a huge crowd that that goes to those shows. And it's incredible. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. I'd say I'd say it's a pretty split. 
Yeah, I know Jeff Labar, uh, uh, formerly of Cinderella, uh, lived there until he, uh, he passed away two years ago, I think. But he lived in the area right, for a while right. and was uh, in that scene. So yeah, there's definitely there there's there's guitar gunslingers everywhere uh, down there. It's oh, it, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Now, um, are, are now is the plan? to continue with you know the leo duke brand or or are you also going to branch out and maybe do some some uh band stuff as well like you know you did crimson wing when you're up here or is you know is it is it almost a necessity to brand yourself in that town um to to really kind of put yourself over well there there's a lot of uh band scenarios like there are some uh, like they're uh, specifically like classic rock based bands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, sorry, let me start over. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for so for now, my main priority is the Leo Duke brand. Sure. However, if a band comes along that I, I'm really excited to, or I'm really excited at the idea of joining and they want mm-hmm. me to join, then yeah, I mean, there there'd definitely be some. Uh, you know, some compromise to that. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty much trying to be like a free agent. Okay. At the moment. Sure. Um, That's smart. Depending on what the right project is for me. Sure. Now, um, you know, when we were playing um, Lifeboat, I did purposely you know put the Dio in there because I do hear some similarities. Um, in your voice and Ronnie's, um, in a lot of ways, wow. the, the range, especially, um, it, what are some of your, you know, your vocal, um, influences as far as, you know, how you tried to shape your voice? Well, I- I'm honored that you put me up there with Dio. Wow. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean the, the main guys I look up to, in regards to like singing are, you know, Freddie Mercury, mm-hmm. uh, Rob Halford, Bruce Dickinson. I think those, those three guys are some of the greatest, uh, male vocalists of all time. Um, but then there are guys that I really dig like, you know, Axl Rose, who, you know, has that kind of really unique tone to his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, been really, really into David Cook recently. Um, yeah, uh, mainly it's it's a lot of like the uh, the classic eighties rock guys, yeah, like Steven Tyler, okay. Paul Stanley, uh, Vince Neil. Mm-hmm. You know all those all the greats. You know, I got to tell you, your your falsetto on Lifeboat um, that that was some stuff that very few of them could hit. Wow! <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And and you do all that, and and I, I assume uh, you know other than you know the, we're, we're going to be all right, which you know you credit you know the stuff that she does on it. But you're doing all the guitar, all the guitar work uh, on these songs. Yeah, I'm doing all the all the guitars except for the ones uh, that are noted, like on Lifeboat. I should have mentioned this earlier. My buddy Mark Tully. Um, recorded the solo for that, and I think he did an incredible job. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's exciting to me mm-hmm. 
that I get to like collaborate with some just these incredible musicians. Um, another another guy that I've been working with recently is a guy named Edward Crowther. Uh, he's based out of uh, North Carolina, and uh, I'm I'm gonna talk to him because I want him to move up here because I think I think the two of us would be really good in a band situation. Cool. Um, we got so we got one song out called Snake Groove, and uh, we got another one coming out in what I believe should be around two months. We just finished the vocal track last night, so hopefully oh, wow. the mixing will be quick and easy, and we'll have a new song out for you pretty soon. Nice, nice. Um, so. You know, you 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 guys were doing the the scene around you know the Boston area for for a bit, um, and then you moved down there. What you know, you got three four months under your belt now. What what is the biggest difference in um, the scene in the Boston area and the scene in the Nashville area? It's 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 a super softball question. But yeah, I'm just interested <laughs> in, in your I, take. I'd rather I'd rather know what the difference between Boston well, and right. Phoenix. <laughs> well, well, well. Phoenix is way drier. Let's yeah. get that out of that <laughs> Good right point. now. Yeah. Much, um, much more meth. Yeah. It's just meth and deserts out there. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah no, especially but, with uh, all the humidity that we're Phoenix, having here. When I was there for... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but in, all, in all seriousness, Phoenix was one of the coolest places I ever got... I, I've gotten to live. Um... I've gotten to live in. It was it was really an incredible experience. Um, but the music there wasn't as prevalent. Uh, mm-hmm. Even in Phoenix and Boston combined, I'd say, uh-huh. the music was not nearly as prevalent as it is here in Nashville. Because mm-hmm. if you... It, you won't walk 100 feet before you hit a hotel or a bar or a restaurant that has live music on the front on the front porch you know um and you know it's just like there literally everybody no not everybody but there's so many people out here that are just ready to play music at the drop of the hat Mm -hmm. and it's it's yeah it's really unlike any place i've ever been to musically like I like the Boston scene, but it's not as uh, it's not as uh, central to the city as it is here in Nashville. Okay. If you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes perfect sense. Now, um, you would think, you know, that being, um, you know, the things you hear about LA, right? Things you hear about New York. Everybody's super competitive. Everybody's, you know, out to stab each other in the back. Um, what? Have you found uh, that kind of competitiveness in in in, Nash- in Nashville so far? I mean, I know you're you know kind of just in your first quarter uh, <laughs> of of being there, but uh, what's been your initial impression as far as you know that kind of stuff? Honestly, i I really haven't like. There's obviously competition here, sure, but at the same time, there's also a lot of people who are willing to help out the little guys like me cool. um like i i just got there i'm still trying to get a full band together it's it's tougher than i anticipated hmm. um because you gotta you gotta find the right guys and all that stuff. right but um 
Yeah, I've got, you know, specifically my my friend Cadence. Um, he, he's always down to help help me out. And he's just like... Sure. He's like, dude, let's book some shows together. I want I want to work with you guys more. And, it's, you know, I just like... I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. And if there's, you know, there's always a, a gig that's open. So... I, I get messages from other artists who are like, hey, I'm doing a round. you want to jump on with me? We're missing somebody. I'll be like, sure, yeah. Wow. So Very cool. It's really, it's the, the, uh, the, the southern kindness is really being shown in, in Nashville, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's great. That's great that, uh, that that's what's going on in that, in that time because, you know, I know there's a ton of people coming from all parts of the, the country, so I'm glad to hear that it's still you know, uh, a community there. So that, that's great. Um, so we're hanging out with, uh, Leo Duke, uh, talking about his music, his move, uh, to Nashville. Uh, how can, uh, folks, uh, f- first of all, find the EP and follow you on uh, all the socials. Sure. You can find me everywhere. If you look up Leo Duke music, uh, pretty much if you look up, uh, Leo Duke music on any platform, social media, streaming, uh, what have you. Look up Leo Duke Music and you will find me. Um, the keywords you should be looking for are uh, Lifeboat, uh, Coming Home, some of the songs I that I, uh, I released recently. Um, but yeah, that's how you can find me. Leo Duke Music, plug it into Google and just start clicking away. Nice. <laughs> so the, uh, the one we're going to go out with um, is, uh, is the one uh, that you mentioned, I believe, that has, has Tanya on it. We're going to be all right. Um, what can you tell us about uh, this one and how that, uh, how that collaboration came about? Yeah, so uh, I've been dying to work with Tanya, or I had been dying to work with Tanya for the longest time. Uh, we always wanted to play a show with Stormstress when we were in, when I was with, with Crimson Wing, uh, but, you know, they just never, the plans never materialized. Um, so I was like, you know, we got we to gotta record a song together at least. And she was like, great. Uh, so I sent her the files from Phoenix, and she came back within like a day or two with a killer guitar solo. Wow. And uh, I couldn't thank her enough for it. She was incredible. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so do you want to do you want to so first of all anything else that you want uh, everybody to know about you got uh, shows coming up if uh, people are listening in the Nashville area that you want to let them know about well uh, yeah um, uh, I got some shows that I'm gonna be announcing pretty soon okay uh, I don't have the the dates finalized but something I do want to mention is that I am uh, starting my first fan contest tonight Ooh. all right and for so for those of you who don't know I just joined patreon. Um, for the next five followers that follow me on Patreon, uh, I will be sending them a signed lyric sheet. Ooh. So, uh, if y'all want to get in on that, uh, all you gotta do is go to my Patreon, subscribe, and I will send you a, a, a free lyric sheet. Nice. <laughs> so is it Leo Duke music or is yeah. it just Leo Duke, Leo Duke music on Patreon? Leo uh, Leo Duke Music. Okay. Uh, and if you go to my Instagram, all my links are there. The link to my Patreon's there. My Facebook, my streaming service stuff, all of it's there. Very cool. All right. You want to introduce uh, this song for us? Give us a little uh, 
little radio intro. The, this is Leo Duke, and you're listening to Wave Radio Boston, and this is We're Going to Be All Right. You want to do that for us? Absolutely. All right. Thanks for hanging with us, uh, Leo. Take it away. All right, everybody. This is Leo Duke, and you're listening to Wave Radio Boston. We're going to end the segment with my new song, We're Going to Be All Right. Check it out.
riding the first wave on Wave Radio Boston. All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine.
All right, that's a set you're not going to hear anywhere, but here on Wave Radio Boston, that's Journey Stone in Love off of their huge album Escape. Before that one, we heard Quiet Riot and Slick Black Cadillac, a young Randy Rhodes playing guitar on that one. And at the top of that set, we had our guest for this evening, Mr. Leo Duke and his song, We're Gonna Be All Right. Interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? We want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to share the air at waveradioboston.com and we'll help you share the air with us in our spacious Greater Boston studio. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, we're going to work our way backwards towards the weekend, but we had a uh, holiday in between. Ah. Fourth of July uh, here in the States. And, um, of course, the Fourth uh, of July is synonymous with uh, the uh, sporting event of uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. There you go. Um, I can't watch it. I'm disgusted by it, <laughs> yeah, quite frankly. Me too. It's, it's not something that, that's comfortable to watch. No. It's just, it, it, everybody looks like they're in pain. <laughs> Nobody looks like they're having fun. And it's, it just seems phenomenally bad for you. Well, and this year was even more unique. Uh, you know, I, to me, it's, it's, it's gluttony as gluttony as oh, gluttony. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's dictionary definition. Yeah. Uh, but so I had heard, because again, I can't watch it. So I had heard that uh, due to storms in the area, yeah. uh, that, that it was the officials canceled it. Well, they, they canceled it and then put it back on when, when stuff cleared out from what i understood and and this is what i had read and correct yep. i have no idea because it's the internet who knows yep. uh is that that uh, uh joey chestnut mm-hmm. uh rallied everybody else involved mm-hmm. uh to continue it along and got everybody involved to continue it along well, whether it was uh, that's his payday of course well, he's gonna and, do that and, and that's exactly what my point was yeah. is he's like Dudes, I'm going to win this. There's a bunch of money. Can you all just come along with me, please? Yeah. yeah. And he did. He got all sure. of the contestants in. Uh, I I don't. I still am not convinced that it was official officially sanctioned by Nathan's. I see. At that time, because I, they called it off due to safety reasons. So uh, yeah. Well, they all got back there. I think. Well, I think he came back, but he was debilitated because. One of the contestants is the world chugging um, uh, champion, ah, uh, and so he went off and started, uh, you know, ma- trying to make some side cash chugging beers, ah, and uh, so he was, uh, you know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bet he was probably pretty full at that. Point. Yeah, so um, so Joey uh, did uh, 62 yep. and a half, I believe, uh, hot dogs, which is just ridiculous. It's like. A, it's just an assault on everything that is that is saying. But so here is a breakdown but for you, you. But Pete, when you have a particular talent, no matter how uh, morbid, I guess you call it a talent. No matter how, yeah. Uh, all right, who else could do that? In another world, what, what would he have been though? I mean, like no, he nothing. If right. hot dogs didn't exist, right? Nobody. Know well, who he's he a competitive was. eater in general, right? But, right. Right. But, so uh, sixty-two hot dogs. Any any idea uh, how many calories are in sixty two hot dogs? Twenty two thousand. Seventeen thousand nine hundred and twenty, right. which is which is eight hundred and ninety six percent of your recommended da- daily allowance. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, 
he consumed uh, four... Well, he won't eat for another, like, two weeks. Uh, I don't know if that's what he does. Um, uh, he consumed uh, forty over 48,000 gra- milligrams of sodium, which is over 20,000% of the uh, uh, daily recommended value. There had to be some IVs afterwards. I... I, I, I or he's just already preserved. Can you imagine being the chamber chambermaid that has to <laughs> clean his hotel room? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Wow. To, to even Good point. think about about that. That that is please excuse Kenny. Yes. Uh he uh he consumed uh over 1100 grams of fat, which is 17,000% of the daily recommended value. 372 grams of saturated fat, which is 18,000%. Jesus. I mean, how this man is alive is a miracle of modern science. Some would say that about Keith Richards. Well, yeah. Oh, a different kind of consumption. (laughs) Yes. uh, But but my, I guess I, I just look at it where apparently some people are built for this. So I'm not. Right. Well, the question I have. I, I, I have two hot dogs and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I could probably put away a few. I mean, not like they do it. I actually want to enjoy it. Yes. But I bet I could, in a sitting, and this is a question that I like, I like to get some feedback on. What is the food that you think you could eat the most of? Like, you know, what is the thing you could sit down and, you know, look at somebody and say, okay, that is a pound of X. I can do it. Because I, I don't know how he does this. Um, because I, ju- I mean, just last night I tried to do what was a staple meal for us in the uh, in the summer, early summer of 1988. Okay, uh, be that being Cool Ranch Doritos and uh, Frito Lay jalapeno dip. Yes, and yes, uh, I have paid for it. I paid for it last night. <laughs> I paid for it all morning, and, and I continue I'm to pay for, for it now. Yes. So <laughs> how how he does this, I don't know, but I would like to know. From from the folks out there, what you think you could do? Not necessarily competitive eating, because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's just. But stupid. what what food item? And it doesn't have to be a food food, right? What food item do you think you could sit down and put away the most of? That's a really good question. Uh, it, for me, is it's it's something that just tastes so good to me at that moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes it's way too many um, Nor's Alfredo noodles. That's specific. Uh, again, I'm talking about sodium. Yeah, oh well, boy. Of course, of yeah. course. Uh, the mac and cheese um, when it's uh, you know when it's yeah. good. Mac um, and cheese. Yeah, it's filling. It's, yeah, but, I was gonna say it's heavy. You know what? It, it doesn't take me much to fill myself, but I will overstuff myself yeah. to the point where I'm looking at it going. I made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, that's one of them. I it, can definitely put away Bore- some hot dogs. B- Borelli's and Methuen. They're, uh, they're, they're not getting paid. Don't no, care who they are. I'm sorry, but they're, they're uh, amazing, uh, amazing mac and cheese. Um, yeah, I, I could probably do like four or five hot dogs in a sitting if, if I really was into them. So this should give you an idea, Pete, is to the bird-like eating that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Small portions, many times during the day. That's how I. That's just how I'm built. There you go. Is um, last night mm-hmm. grilled um, a package of Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah. On the grill mm-hmm. and had two, and was very satisfied with two. Oh sure, yeah. If you're having a normal portion, two hot dogs yeah. is a normal portion. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, and 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 so for me is that with 
I know I'm in New England, so I'm gonna I'm gonna catch hell for this. Is is it's not the New England hot dog rolls; it's the Coney Island rolls. No, that doesn't make a goddamn bit of difference. To I, me. I I don't care. I don't know why I prefer them. I don't know. It doesn't matter as long as it doesn't fall apart. I could give a shit. Or, or you don't have to dip it in water. No, that's just that. That is the part that probably is the most disturbing thing to me. It just it's so. Yeah, you turn it into a paste and then you drink. Oh, it's yeah. so fucking gross. It's like why not? Why not grab your your Vita, Vitamix and uh, and just, just pop disgusting. it all in there and just drink it? It's disgusting. I, know. I don't know. I could I can crush some I can crush some nachos. Oh yeah, like a tray of nachos comes out. I can crush those pretty hard. Yeah, actually, my son and I we when we make the nachos, they're on a cookie sheet, and I think. He and I have crushed just about an entire cookie sheet that's, watching some football. That sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. And 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 and, and he is way before a preteen. Yeah, he's nine. Yeah, he's nine. Nine. Wow. He's not that far before a preteen now anymore. No. Jesus. No. No. And, and you know your your whole thing about the Cool Ranch Doritos and the uh, mm-hmm. and 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 the uh, the Frito Lay dip yep. uh, is is. <laughs> That brings me back, and it was not that long ago, maybe like about a year, hearts. year and a half ago. Oh God, I, I actually did that, and uh, and oh, it was so much fun for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I totally can relate to that. Yeah, we lived on that for like a week. Oh God, yeah, that was disgusting. Oh yeah. Oh, they were the biggest bags of Doritos Cool Ranch I've ever seen. Yes, they were big. They were big <laughs> and big gulps. Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, let's get back to the music. Some ZZ. <laughs> Just give me mine 
That is not the first time that Ozzy Osbourne has said it's a raid. <laughs> that is not the first time. And it's not the first time that we've said fuck you all. But that's true. That's true. Uh, that is Ozzy Osbourne featuring Post Malone and It's a Raid from uh, Ozzy's uh, album in uh, 2020. And uh, before that one, we heard a fantastic local band out of the Milford, southeastern, southwestern ma- uh, mass area. The Electric Aces uh, telling us all about that Sunset Woman. So much further west. <laughs> Uh, the Sunset Woman, and at the top of that set, uh, the boys with the beards, ZZ Top, just got paid. Like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks. You'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Join the real radio revolution and say FU to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right. We're making our way back, further back into the week now. Uh, we're going to go back to uh, last the last weekend. Uh, so June uh, 30th through July 2nd uh, was the Northeast Comic Con uh, in Boxborough, Massachusetts at the Regency Hotel. Yes. It's, it's semi-region. Uh, it... The, uh, this is my first. This was my first con. I will say. Yeah, me too. Uh, that I had been to, and um, I I'm not 100 percent sure I was prepared. I'm not sure I was either. Yeah. I I was trying to figure out where all of the younger cosplay people were. Well, uh, well, it was the music con, um, so it was combined, but not as heavy on that side. I think. Um, more, much more music. Well, but I was surprised. Lots of people dressed like monkeys. I was surprised at how many people were dressed up as different things that, of yeah. course, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Uh, but I was impressed with the costumes. Yes. Yeah. But there was a, a fair amount of people that had their monkey gear on oh, because yeah. the big draw, uh, of course, was Mickey Dolan's um, and the Monkey Mobile. Yeah. Um, I got to say, uh, so, so first of all, big uh, shout out to um, Sal Baglio. Yes. Uh, from uh, Rock and Roll Love Letters uh, with Sal Baglio. Uh, you can hear every Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, here. Um, Sal offered up. Uh, Sal, Sal was one of the performers uh, and one of the, as he, as he likes to say, he was, he was an antique collectible uh, that, that, that day, uh, that weekend. And um, he offered up uh, some of his table for us to uh, advertise the station and uh, try to uh, give away some T-shirts and and some uh, stickers and stuff. Uh, so uh, shout out to Sal. So as I was sitting with Sal, um, got we're, we were kind of diagonally from uh, Mickey, uh, yep. from where Mickey was signing. Yep. I got to say, for his age and for what I have read about that he did as part of being the original in the original Hollywood Vampires, he looks goddamn good. He did. He looked. He looked. He he looked debonair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's how I would put it. It yep. is, is for someone who, you know, at, at that age and everything, he looked, he was composed. He was mm-hmm. debonair. He actually looked like he might have enjoyed being there. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, paychecks help. Yeah, uh, good point. Um, but uh, there's always the incentive. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I was I was surprised he was getting around as well as he as as he did because he went you know back and forth between his booth and the monkey mobile. If you wanted to take a picture with him in the monkey mobile yep. and stuff, so uh, he, he looked great. And well, you talk about debonair. The definition of debonair is Michael DeBars. Oh God, yeah. I mean, that guy just oozes. I, I, I say slick. Uh, no, slick to slick, me slick, has a negative, negative connotation no, he to was, it. He was he was the the he was debonair, no question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he ruled his 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 realm. Yes, there's no question. Yeah, uh, and, and, and he just put that right out there. And, mm-hmm. and and when he got on stage, I mean, could yes. you could you beat that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he uh, he definitely. Uh, so he was part of the performance. He was uh, you know one of the one of the draws uh, for for the show, but he. Uh, uh, he he performed as part of the rock and soul um, band uh, that the was all star uh, band. Yes, that that was out there and uh, a great band uh, that it was. And man, uh, what a show he he put on! He definitely you know grabbed the grabbed the uh, crowd by the throat and, 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 and got almost, him going and, and pretty much grabbed Linda Vienz by yeah, the throat well, at yes. that point. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was just planted a, a big fat kiss right on her and much to her surprise i believe yes it was and, and yes. she had she had told me afterwards I, I i asked her i said so so the kiss and no. she goes that was pretty damn cool she said it happened in slow motion yeah. and i said it happened in slow motion to us too yeah right <laughs> it yeah. was like it, he was just like uh, kind of asking permission without yes. asking yeah. and uh it was <laughs> she was just beaming after that well it was nice to it was great that she had a nice day it was uh, that was a very bittersweet day for yes. for those folks though linda vienz uh leader of uh, girl with a hawk who uh is on uh, red on red records um, so they had a table there, but there's you know a bunch of stuff going on with the recent passing of uh, Justine Kovalt, the uh, the founder and and president of uh, Red on Red Records. So it was it was bittersweet because Justine got up and performed American Girl, but she was supposed to be performing it with Justine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that had been the plan all along. So un- unfortunately, with Justine's passing, Linda still got up there to her credit and yep. and killed it. Oh, killed um, it! Absolutely she had the biggest it. smile of anybody I saw that entire time she's just a, a great spirit and a great person and i think cathartic um yeah. her her day she seemed to have a really really good day yeah yeah i agree i agree i think she had and, and she was there the next day we saw we hung out a little bit the next day as well uh of course found out that a member of her band of course is from lowell and of course he his family knows becca and, <laughs> of you know, course so, of course so that was a whole thing yes uh yet again uh, but uh, but great people uh, all around. Um, Sal uh, was part of that uh, all star band. He was uh, a big part of that all star. Uh, yes, he was. He 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 came up and played uh, on a bunch of people's stuff, and then he did, I believe, three songs. Yep. Um, and he was the one to really kind of ignite the crowd early on. Yes. He was kind of the table setter uh, for some of the bigger names that came or the more nationally known names yes. that came on after him. Um, and he, he, I was talking to him afterwards and I, I, I was like, man, you, you just did that thing. He's like, that's what I do. Yeah. That's the yeah. only thing I know how to do. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was great. He was, he, he kind of tied down the rest of the band. Uh, yep. He was kind of that common point with the rest of the band with sure. everybody rotating through. Yeah. And the way that he, 
And you know what is, is most of the, you know, they all knew each other. You know, it's sure. not like, they, you know, they, yeah, yeah. It, it's been a while, but they all just looked like they were having a blast up there. Yes, you know, they were making sure. an appearance. Yep. All of them were. Yep. Uh, but everyone seemed like they were having just a great, great time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was great music. I mean, the, 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 the all-star band mm-hmm. is genuinely an all-star band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff Goodwin, a, a New England Music Hall of Famer, yep. um, was in Joe, Joe Cocker's band for 20-something years. Well, that was, why, that was why he didn't continue with the Axis, right? Well, he basically, at the beginning of Axis, left yeah. before they really even got off the ground. Yeah, because, because yeah. it was like Joe Cocker invited me out. Yeah, and yeah, well, 20 a, years later, he was still doing yeah, it. Yeah, you can't that's really fault tough. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was amazing. Yeah, no, great great uh, player and, and sings very well as well. That was the first time I've ever seen him yeah. live. Uh, and, yeah. and I was impressed with that, too. Yeah, no, I had actually seen him uh, at the T-Can ah. a bunch of years ago. Well, not a bunch of years ago, like under four years ago. He actually... Played with played John. with John. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So I remember I remember us talking about that. Yeah. I just didn't put it together as to who it was. But uh, the amount the amount of um, exhibitors and um, celebrities that you could talk to, and you could literally talk to them. Um, so we're we so Sal's booth. Yeah. Uh, it, where he was is uh, diagonally to the right was Mickey Dolan's. Yep. Straight ahead was Cherie Curie yep. uh, from the Runaways. Yep. And diagonally to the left was Butch Patrick. Uh, yep. Who was Eddie Munster? Mm-hmm. I, how much better I, we yeah. we had a very good vantage oh, point yeah, yeah. from there for sure. And, for sure. And it was amazing to see the people come through and some really really nice people who stopped in and yep. uh, most of them talking to Sal. Uh, however, did stop and, and talk with sure. us and yeah. and it was great to uh, to to see that kind of of. Uh, just, just the, the enjoyment that everybody seemed to be having, mm-hmm. um, Gary knows what he's doing. Yeah. So Gary Summers, uh, puts on, uh, these cons. He's got several that he does. His next one is his wizard fest, which is from August 25th to the 27th. Um, if it's anything like the music con, uh, you'll have a blast if you, you know, you're into the, the Potter thing or, you know, anything in that realm. Um, you'll, you'll, there'll be plenty there for you um there's a ton of collectibles people that come through with all kinds of different stuff there was um you know records uh there was um you know used uh not used uh vintage clothing yep. there was um you know the the funko pop stuff there was uh crystals and all all kinds of kitschy stuff um it, i was glad i did not have my son there Oh, God, um, that would have been dangerous yeah, for your wallet. Yeah, that would have been bad. Uh, but he did get some stickers that he was very happy with. Uh, I actually uh, snagged one myself ah, uh, nice. for my water bottle. Nice, so, uh, nice. Style a uh, stormtrooper with with uh, skull and crossbones look. Ah, uh, nice. Stormtrooper helmet. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, so Gary Thomas puts on a great show. So if you're um, into the cons at all, N-E comic cons dot com um wizardfest.com I, I, I I we we haven't mentioned the yeah. venue uh they yep. they were very good and you know what is a slice of pizza was only four bucks yeah i mean really that that when you look at that is is that they could have had you by the short hair oh sure yeah, yeah you're kind of isolated yeah. out there yeah. Uh, yeah definitely and and so i i've got to give credit to the venue as well yep. uh they they did a very nice job of letting gary do what he wanted what yep. he did and and they uh 
but supported us very well. So yeah, and uh, spoke to Gary uh, on on my way out, and uh, hopefully there's uh, some more stuff that we'll be doing uh, with with Gary and the cons uh, coming up in the future. But uh, you know, for sure, we'll have Gary on again to promote um, stuff uh, as it comes up because he he puts on a great show. Uh, for all this stuff and uh oh yeah it's uh, some of the other stuff um was the arrow smithsonian yes uh, oh yeah area we, really we, really we, cool stuff we, i i know you and i caught that on saturday yeah. hopefully you got a little bit more time on sunday yeah, to spend a little, in there. Bit, little it, bit. It, it is it was kind of an afterthought after everything else that yeah. was going on because yeah. it was packed yeah well they had their own room this year yeah so that's nice and it a was, nice big big breakout there room. was some really really cool stuff yeah there. yeah some some one-of-a-kind stuff some some personalized items uh, so if you're into Aerosmith at all, definitely uh, check out the Aerosmithsonian exhibit. It does kind of make its way to around to different places, but uh, that was really cool. And, and the people uh, that were working that exhibit in particular are uh, were are big, big music fans, yep. um, big fans uh, of Sal Baglio in particular, yep. uh, some of those folks. So uh, they uh, Sal got a ton of uh, of. Uh, Feedback and participation on his show last night. Oh, good! During his show last night, he got some calls oh, and some texts from from all those folks. So I wasn't able to uh, tune in until later. I yeah. think that that whole thing had died uh, died down a little bit. I think t- tomorrow I'm going to have to listen to the replay. Absolutely. So once again, uh, necomiccons.com. Check it out for all the information on all the upcoming cons. He's got the Wizard Wizard Fest, and then he has got a. Uh, I forget exactly what they're calling. Oh, uh, uh, I've got it right here. Uh, the uh, the Tattoo Arts Festival. Yes. Uh, September 22nd to 24th. Yep. Um, it's High Lifestyle Show. The High Lifestyle Show. That's right. Yep. Uh, so uh, definitely check that stuff out. All, all at the Box Bar Regency. Uh, good location. You know, when you're there, you're just kind of there to do that. Free uh, parking. Yeah, but you have free parking. <laughs> How many times do you go to a con and you yeah, get free parking? Exactly. So definitely check uh, check it out. We had a lot of fun. Thank you again to Gary. Yes, thank uh, you, Gary. And for uh, uh, all the free tickets uh, they were able to give to the listeners and everything. So we, we definitely appreciate it. All right. Let's get back. Back to the music. This one is the latest single from a Mammoth WVH off of their upcoming album, uh, Mammoth 2. That is due out on August 4th, but the new single is out now. It's called Like a Pastime. <laughs>
burning in her eye But in my tombstone when I go Just put death by rock and roll Just put death by rock and roll There, Taylor Momsen and her band, the Pretty Reckless Death by Rock and Roll. If I gotta go, that's the way I want to go. That's right. And before that one, you heard a new band that we've been digging on uh, a lot lately. That's Wildlife and their song The Falcon. And at the top of that set, we had Mammoth WVH and their latest single, Like a Pastime. 
Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com with a song or two and tell us a little bit about you. We'll get back to you about profiling your music in upcoming gigs. Join the Real Radio Revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. All right, we've got to find out where we're going and what we're doing this weekend. For who's playing where and when, it's Becca Lee and the Coming At You Live Concert Report. All right, coming at you live this week for the weekend of July 7th, 8th, and 9th. We the, got some stuff for you. The weekend many people are recovering. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, the biggie, biggie we got going on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, this weekend is uh, Levitate. Levitate oh, Music right. and Arts Festival. So this Shit, is I forgot about yeah, that. it's happening, and this this is crazy. This has become like a huge event with big big names in it. This this is a lifestyle brand, it, you know, in Situate or uh, Marshfield. Yes, excuse me, Marshfield uh, yeah. down in Marshfield. Yeah. Yep. This was a little life, lifestyle brand that decided to have a summer concert, and, and that was only and a just, couple of years ago that it started, right? Like less than ten, I believe. Yeah. Like okay. less than 10 years. Okay. All right. So I hadn't heard about it until a few years ago. So that, that's yeah. about right. So uh, Friday at Levitate, I, there are still tickets available. I'm looking, I'm on the uh, website there. GA uh, for uh, all three days is available. And then uh, two packs and four packs. Uh, and the GA for the three day uh, nice. is available as well. There all you right. go. Got nothing else to do? <laughs> Get the GA for the three day. All right. So we'll run these down real real quick. Uh, Friday, uh, we'll start with the we'll start with the headliners and, and move our way down the bill. All right. Uh, Friday Friday's headliner, stick figure. Ah. Number two. The number two band on Friday is ripe. Oh wow. Right. How how is Ripe the number two band? Uh, they're huge around here, man. Yeah. They're huge around here. But, it, I mean, it's Friday night. It's not Saturday, we'll but still. We'll take that. We'll take that. Uh, so, Stick Figure. Oh, Jesus. Stick Figure, Ripe, Luscious, Collie mm. Buds, the California Honey Drops, uh, f- our friends here from Wave Radio Boston, Melt, mm. uh, Le- Special, and the Q-Tip Bandits, and Steve Rondo. I heard a lot from the Q-Tip Bandits. I uh, hope to connect with those guys soon. All right, my, Saturday. My, 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 uh, my last cat was a Q-Tip Bandit. There you go. You, you use a Q-Tip, you throw it in the, in, in the trash in the bathroom, and all mm. of a sudden he was just parading around with it in his mouth. All right. Not good. Uh, Saturday, it's it's a jammy band uh, time. You've got the Trey Anastasio band, ah. uh, uh, a, a la Fish, yeah. uh, uh, with Goose, Peach Pit, Salise, uh, the Elevators, who uh, local band yeah. put on a great show. The Elevators. Uh, I haven't heard about them in a while. Yep, uh, Donovan, Frank, and Ryder. Oh wow! Uh, Lime Cordiel, uh, John Craigie, the Heavy Heavy, and the Birch Swart Band, featuring Anna Daly Young. Nice. All right, and then Sunday. Sunday. Sunday's uh, actually uh, kind of action packed. Uh, you've got uh, the headliner is Brandy Carlisle. Oh, 
Yeah, that's kind of big. With a revolution, Ziggy Marley, uh, shaky J- Ziggy Marley, shaky graves, Larkin Poe. Wow. Celici uh, is back. Uh, so the second night for Celici. Um, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Kingfish, uh, oh, yeah. Ingram. Okay. Uh, and Couch and Veronica Lewis. Wow. So Veronica I, Lewis I, making I, that. I, uh, that's a that's a rare thing where at least for me is yep. I I recognize. I recognize a lot more bands on Sunday than I do on Saturday, which yeah. is normally that's kind of a surprise for me. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's not a long weekend either. So, no, that's great. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, that's Levitate Music and Arts Festival, uh, Marshfield. It is, well, I said less than 10 years. Yeah. It is the 10th anniversary. 10th anniversary. There, there you, you go. go. Nice job, Pete. Well, the guesstimates yep. are all, all uh, what I'm all about. All right. Always for, go with your first guess. Tomorrow, July 7th, at the Middle East Upstairs in Cambridge, Massachusetts, you've got. Uh, 1476, which uh, Becca uh, sent me a bunch of stuff uh, for them today. Uh, she's really into this band. Really good uh, heavy band. Uh, Max Boris, Wired for Sound, uh, Golly G, and Golly G. Willikers. Ah. Well, that's at the Middle East tomorrow night. Uh, out in Worcester at Worcester. Ralph's. Worcester. Ralph's Rock Diner tomorrow on Friday the 7th. You've got Tree with Living Wreckage, Clock Out, and Hung. Gee, Tree's been playing out there a bit. Yes, yeah. And I think they had taken a hiatus, but uh, uh, they're back, back at apparently. it. Yeah. Um, and uh, The Vault down in New Bedford tomorrow night uh, has a local band All Sinners opening up for LA Guns. Ah, yes. All right. And Becca Lee's taking care of uh, John Anthony as well at Mohegan Sun. You can, <laughs> of course, it's Mohegan Sun. Yes, you can go to the pa- uh, and see the Pageless Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, uh, I'm not in without Page. Yep. I, I, yeah, great band still. Cocaine uh, with 15 year olds, be damned. Yes. I want him back in the band. I don't give a shit. He can sing about yep. as well as anybody I've ever heard. Uh, so the ele- we played the Electric Aces earlier uh, this evening. Yes. They have a busy weekend. Oh, Friday uh, uh, the seventh. They are at. Uh, Midway Cafe uh, in JP. This is the late show, so doors at 9.30. I believe the show starts at 10. Uh, They are there with uh, John Paul, John Paul. Well, you know, uh, good enough to name it twice. Yes, and then uh, Saturday, they head out to the Raven, uh, which we talked about uh, a few weeks ago with our friends Octavate. Oh, yeah. Uh, But the Electric Aces will be with Green Street Friends, DNA's Evolution, Big Rav, and the Mighty Suicide Squirrels. Now, that sounds like... uh the mighty suicide squirrels. Yes. I, I wish the squirrels in my yard would commit suicide. Yes. Uh, that that's that's quite a few bands. Yeah. That that sounds like a fun show. Usually, yeah. yeah usually, the Raven does three or four bands a night. So. Uh, definitely a cool place. Uh, and then also on Saturday at the Fallout Shelter down in Norwood. Oh, yeah. You have the Susan, Susan Catneo band with Jack's Hollow, who we have played uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before. Um, and then Big Night Live uh, in Boston on Sunday, July 9th, has the Hellbound Hitman. Uh, they are a nasty Psycho Billy openers to see this weekend. They're kicking off. So they're opening up for Fear. At, oh, at Big Night Live. Big Night, that's a good gig. So, Fear, if you've ever watched Decline of the Western Civilization, the very first one, Fear went to the Jim Morrison school of, of c- crowd anarchy, oh, in which they got on stage and berated the, the crowd, spit on the crowd, 
I mean, it was uncomfortable watching them on stage and then rip through a set. And, uh, it was and, insane. And, and what the interesting thing is, is that the everybody in the audience was like, okay, I, I can put up with that to hear this. Yes. Also on Sunday, the Middle East upstairs in Cambridge, we've got our friends uh, 21 Grams More with uh, Felicity's Hubris and Zetervan. Nice. Uh, and then... Uh, 21 Grams More is... The- it's such a good band yeah, live. They are a lot of fun for sure. Um, all right, some midweek music for you. Uh, Tuesday, July 11th, you can head down to the vault in New Bedford uh, to uh, see uh, the Devil's Twins. Oh, really? Opening up for Lilac. Okay. Now, Lilac is that band of uh, five siblings that they used to yep. perform on the Santa Monica Pier, and they yep. do all all cover bands of, of kind of metal songs. But uh, so anyway, so uh, well worth it. Uh, yeah. the, the two of them together. That's a good double bill. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then uh, last one for you uh, for this evening. Uh, we've got uh, down in alchemy in Providence. That's a new venue for mm. me, at least yeah, alchemy, that one. alchemy in Providence on Wednesday, Wednesday, July 12th. A lot of people are on vacation this week. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. You know, plenty of, plenty of uh, coastline in uh, Rhode Island. Yes, there is. Uh, Alchemy will be hosting the Reverend Horton Heat uh, and the Delta Bombers. Nice. Um, but uh, th- at that show, they will be uh, having uh, an opener of uh, Wave Radio Boston favorites, Diablogado. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. So Diablogato is going to share the stage with Reverend Horton Heath. Yes. Yes. There will I, be I, lots of double bass played that night. I would really like to talk with them afterwards yes. to ask them what they thought of that. Yep. Because uh, I know that 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 must mean that next week we'll be talking about how uh, they're going to be up in this area. That's right. That's right. They're coming on. They're coming to Taffeta coming soon. So. Uh, and, and don't forget cool Reverend stuff. Horton Heat too. Yes, yeah, well, that's right. Reverend Horton Heat. Yeah, is he's going to be, be coming up, and, and we know yep. that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Rick from Rick's Rock Shop, uh, 4 yep. p.m. on Fridays, already has his tickets. Oh yeah, he'll uh, be front and New center. Hampshire. He oh, will yeah. be front and center. All right, that's what's going on this weekend for live music. We're going to get back to the music. We uh, did have a text come in uh, digging on the wildlife and an instant request for Joe out there. He uh, said these guys were on tour with wildlife or wildlife was on tour with them. It's the Ravengers. Shake the Reaper.
this is Jesse Von Kenmore from Diablo Gato. You are listening to Wave Radio Boston.
Yeah, all right. That was a little bit of a request sandwich there. We had the Ravengers, Shake the Reaper, going out to Joe by request. And after that one, we heard uh, your Bad Marriage Fix for the week. And that is their song, Diablo. The guys are uh, out on the road. I think they're in Illinois tonight. If I'm not mistaken, they've out been there. hanging out in the Midwest for a while. Yeah. Now. Uh, and uh, then uh, the last one you heard, uh, that was a request. So I'm 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 cleaning up the requests uh, from uh, much like a many better men uh, than myself. I am uh, cleaning up the leftovers from Sal Baglio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was a leftover request that goes out to Dina, who was uh, part of the uh, Aerosmithsonian uh, oh, exhibit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she called in a request that Sal wasn't able to get to last night, but we got that to uh, got to that for her. That is Aerosmith, Lord of the Thighs. Hey, you guys tired of listening to all the great music and hosts on Wave Radio Boston on your tiny phone speaker? Well, fret no more. Our streaming provider, Alive 365, has partnered with Apple TV, Roku TV, Samsung Fire TV, Android, and just about any TV that you can think of to allow you full stereo listening. So just head over to your TV's app store and search for Live 365 and download it. Once you've got it, just search for Wave Radio, one word, Boston. Log it in and rock it out. Thanks for listening. Woohoo! Wow, there's some enthusiasm. I got to put some enthusiasm into my reads, apparently. You have uh, three minutes and 15 seconds. All right, so uh, let's run down some of the shows here on the station, kids. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Fridays, every Friday, Rick's Rock Shop, 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, just a, a great eclectic music and a guy with a great beard hosting. Uh, the Takeover with Mike Lachance. 7 to 9 p.m. He is the big boss. That is the metal show of record out there. 7 to 9 p.m. Friday nights. And then, of course, taking you well into the weekend, the broadcast with Clem. I'm going to say it says on the board 10 to midnight. No, he goes way later than that. So let's go 10 to whenever he decides to stop. The broadcast with Clem. Uh, he will take you to the amusement park. If that isn't enough to make you listen, you got to do it. Uh, Saturday Slappers, noon to two, uh, lunchtime on a Saturday in the summer. I mean, come on. It is the soundtrack to your Saturday. And then of course we have our live shots, which is, uh, four to 5 PM every Saturday. We play music that was recorded live for the full hour live here in the wave radio boston studios you will get alternate versions that you've never heard anywhere else uh and then of course sunday uh we have double click radio noon to two and sunday sampler uh with uh i just ty just does uh, he 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 does a a show that he and crew because there's you know great crew uh does a, a great show of highlighting things that I've never heard before. So I listen to the Sunday sampler every Sunday, four to 6 PM Eastern. And then of course you have the all in sports huddle from eight to 10 PM every Sunday. Uh, there's usually some kind of rock thrown in there and there may even be overtime. Uh, you never know, uh, when it comes to Joe and, uh, bringing us back to Wednesdays. Uh, Wednesday is live show rock and roll love letters Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. with Sal Baglio. 
one of the most entertaining shows I've ever heard. Uh, and then, of course, you have the fallout, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday. It is your the current version of WFNX, for those of you who grew up in the Boston area. And then, of course, Thursdays, that brings us back to today, uh, Who I Am Radio uh, with Lacey143. Uh, she highlights a local artist or band uh, uh, most weeks, uh, 5 to 6 p.m., and then you have us knuckleheads here at the First Wave, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday night. All right, back to the music, Lou Reed. Satellites gone up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I like to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of Satellite's gone way up to Mars Soon it'll be filled with park and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday through Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Satellite, 
salt in my hair. Hey, phrasing! Wave Radio Boston. Some live drop kick Murphy's for you, the dirty glass. At the top of that set, we had Lou Reed and Satellite of Love. 
And uh, after that one, we have Early Exit and Mercy. And of course, as I said, the uh, Dropkick Murphys, the Dirty Glass, that is from their Live on Lansdowne recording. Uh, always a good time when you see the Murphys live. Where else would it be? Uh, Wave Radio Boston streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Did you miss the beginning of the show? You can always catch it on demand. Just go to the show info link on our webpage. Click on show replays at the top of the page and press the purple player to get all of our on-demand replays. Then hit the follow button. That way you'll be notified of all new shows when they're released. Thanks for helping us say FU to FM on Wave Radio Boston. All right, so I, I played that, that Dropkick Murphy song. I, as I, I play a lot of songs for a reason. Uh, that one was for the one particular line uh, with Kevin Proctor's non-duplicate ID. Um, it got me thinking, uh, that line always always struck me funny because having a non-duplicate ID uh, when you were not 21 uh, to drink, that was like a big deal. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if, if um, fake IDs are still a thing because it is so hard... Now to fake bar stuff. codes and everything yeah, else. Yeah. I, I don't can't know how they could thing. do it. Uh, you know what? Somebody has the technology. I'm to do sure. It. I'm sure. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bet they're gonna pay a lot more than we did. Well, considering, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like we went to a more. legitimate, quote unquote, legitimate business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. To do that, which was, which is, by the way, not a good. Uh, we did not get a good. No, one. God, no. They were terrible. They were horrible. They were terrible. How, how much did we, did we pay? Fifty dollars for those. <sighs> so so we been. went. We went to some place in South End. The South End. I think it was the South End of Boston. Yeah. It was like a kiosk almost down. Yeah, in, it was in a basement. In a basement, yeah. yeah. And all, all it was was you walked into this place and they asked you, they gave you, they, they had pads of sticky paper yes. around and it just what's, said. What's your name, age, and address? Yeah, exact Name, <laughs> wink, date, wink, of, nudge, nudge. Name, date of birth, and, and address. Yeah. That's, yep. and, and these were IDs. That yep. They just called them IDs. And so you got an ID and... Did you get like a um no, you didn't get a um a social security card, but you no. got there was something else you got. I I don't remember what the hell it was. It whatever but, it was, it was useless. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely useless. But um the, it was the most generic thing. I I, I, I still have it pictured in my mind mm-hmm. uh because I ended up running from the cops uh from that in Connecticut uh, uh-huh. at one point. But it was it, it worked in a few places. Well, it's funny because the I don't know why the cape keeps coming coming oh, up. Well, but it always uh, does for me is is you being able to buy beer at the mobile station. Well, yeah. that was impressive. Well, it was it cost a fortune. Well, yeah. as much as you could pay a, a for beer on the case, cape. Uh, yeah, a suitcase of Budweiser at the time. I don't even remember what how we paid for it, but uh, it was it was about twenty bucks, and this was in nineteen eighty nine. Right. That should give you an idea. It was overpriced. Yeah, yeah. But you could buy. I used to get into an actual bar down there. I think I used it once. I think I tried to avoid it. I just walked in after you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that one of the times I I used it, I think I, I I think I was there alone. Well, not alone, but um, <laughs> actually, the guy I walked. So I so so the story was you filled out you filled out the 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 little. Yes. Pad of paper, right? Yeah. And they just took a picture and printed exactly what you wrote yes. on the paper. Yes. Um, 
I don't know why. Because I, I, I made up a name. Yep. Uh, I still remember my name. And uh, my address, for whatever reason, was a combination of my two grandfather's addresses. I remember that. I, I don't know why I did that. It's kind of a douche move it, if you think about it. You're you know, using your grandfather's addresses to break the law. Uh, <laughs> but um, Yeah, but it's easy to remember when they ask Well, you. that was that was my hope. I definitely wasn't using my home address. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, so, and then you, you don't use the same state cause they, they can't issue a Massachusetts ID no. at this place. So I went with Rhode Island. Me too. Um, and so I had a Rhode Island ID. Uh, I shouldn't say I did not have a Rhode Island. No, ID. we had, we, we had something, a, a, a non-reasonable facsimile. Well, I, I did not have one. Douglas Balt yes. had yes. a, yes. uh, a Rhode Island ID. I, I don't remember the name that I put on it. Uh, however, I can I can remember the address. Uh, it was it was basically my home address mm-hmm. at the time uh, transposed with the numbers. Oh, I and see. it works because it it was it was the, the transpo- uh, transposed numbers. Yeah. Uh, Park Street. Okay. Uh, and since grew up in North Reading, yeah, North Providence, Rhode Island. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I I was prepared. I had the zip code for yep. North Providence, Rhode Island, and yep. I figured, well, that might make sense, and I could remember it. I still do to this day, ah. and it's been a long time. Okay. So uh, apparently you and I both did the right thing at the time of being able to remember that. when you might oh. not have been... I don't think anybody ever asked me what my address was when, no. I, when I gave them the ID. No. I walked in behind somebody with who also had a fake id but it was a real id it just happened to be his brother's id yes. which was a rhode island id yeah. and i walked in right behind him yeah not a good call and i got in but but it was eman's irish pub yeah and they didn't care no they no. were they were looking for your money that was a bad place for a 19 year old yeah oh god yeah you think because uh, they did uh 10 cent wings oh jesus and the pictures of budweiser were Two five? bucks? Uh, no, I don't want to say five. Okay, that's still five dollar pictures of Budweiser and ten cent wings. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Well, at least you're balancing it out. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. And then Eamon would get up there, all fucking five hundred pounds of him with the <laughs> yeah. tiniest guitar ever. Yep. And sing all those Irish songs. His his regular sized guitar looked like a ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know if anybody else uh, out there had uh, fake IDs, but love to know maybe what your if you had an alter ego on your fake ID, uh, what your alter ego was or how you got it. Uh, I did close down the phone line, but we'll love to hear from you on the text yeah, line. Yeah, the text line, 617-764-WAVE. Um, I did leave it in a pocket. Oh, there was there was some kind of paper ID. There was some kind of paper ID because I, I left I that remember. I left that in my pocket and my mother found that. Oh. And so I had to come up with some story about Nothing what good that was. That. Um that and a page uh from the a full page ad from the Boston Globe which was a I want to say it was a Seagram's rum ad, which happened to have uh, recipes. Seven? It had no, it was rum because it was all recipes. Seagram's did rum. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and uh, I think I don't know. It was it was some some pay, full page ad Not for alcohol. Not a good alcohol. combination in yes, your pocket. In my pocket, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. So somehow my mother found that, and so uh, the name Douglas Bolt. 
around my parents' house was um yeah that's bad was an I don't trust you yes uh, name yes. yeah um I think I think we ended up eventually laughing about it um and I do remember also that I don't know if a cat or a dog got my ID and like bit it so it looked like it was all fucked up and it had a that. hole in it I remember that so yeah. uh, I don't I don't I, I I used it less than five times so I that's I, for sure I, for me at a bar my, I used it at alcohol at liquor stores fairly frequently mine was mine was far more scary than yours the end of my ID uh-huh. uh, I had gone to Connecticut uh, for a formal okay and it turned out that uh, the I picked the wrong liquor store. Ah. Uh, I he basically looked at it, held it, and looks and says, "Don't move." Oh, what fine. did I do? Right out the door. <laughs> uh, there were there were cops around the area with blue uh, lights going. I'm like, funny. you guys, small town in very northern Connecticut, uh, uh-huh. uh, southern Mass, northern Connecticut, yeah. still Connecticut, yeah. Um, the the worst part of it was I was not able to take her to her event because we both figured that they would know to look for me there. Oh, fun! Uh, yeah, not not one of my proudest moments. Mm. Um, she was the one in one of the wine coolers. I couldn't give a shit at that. The point, old so. wine coolers, yeah, busted for wine coolers. Yeah, yeah. Ouch! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. So so that story of my life. Okay. Yeah, mine was kicking. My idea was kicking around for a while, and I think I finally threw it out. Anyway, all right, back to the music. Once again, if you want to text in uh, any yeah, fake get IDs, a fake ID story. Yeah, to feel free to text in. But we got one more, one more uh, set of music. Then we will get on out of here. Some black keys.
This is Wave Radio Boston. WaveRadioBoston.com.
Now there ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good Not even 15 minutes later I'm still walking down the street When I saw the shadow of a man creep out of sight And then he swept up from behind He put a gun up to my head He made it clear he wasn't looking for a fight He said, give me all you got I want your money, not your life But if you try to make a move, I won't think twice First you know I gotta ask what made you wanna live this kind of life He said there ain't no rest for the wicked Money don't grow on trees I got bills to pay, I got mouths to feed There ain't nothing in this world for free I know I can't slow down, I can't hold back Oh you know I wish I could Oh no there ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good That's some Cage the Elephant for you. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Uh, we're going to get some rest here coming up uh, real soon. Um, but before that, we got to let you know what else we played uh, in honor of uh, Fried Chicken Day. Uh, uh, that was the Fools and Psycho Chicken. And at the top of that set, we had some Black Keys, Dan Arrowback and his band and their song Lo-Fi. And that is off of the Let's Rock album all right when you hear that music you know that it's time for us to pack up our things and make our way to the door but not before we thank everybody we need to thank and apologize to anybody we may have offended i figure i'll start out with the apology uh is uh, apologies to pete for stepping on our uh stepping on everything uh earlier and uh and uh, the the not not that there's a reason it's just like oh shit i got that and I'm, it just came out. So my apologies for not being as professional as I should have been to Pete, especially, but especially to all of you listeners. There you go. All right. And big thank you to Leo Duke for calling oh, yeah. in. Thanks to Leo for uh, spending some time with us and sharing your music. And we'll be following your musical journey. Be sure to follow him at all things Leo Duke music nice another uh big thank you goes out uh to gary summers yes and all the fine folks at the uh, northeast comic-con and that team i put on a fantastic event so thank you for allowing us to be a small part of it 
and uh, hanging out. And a big thank you also to Sal Baglio oh, yeah. for uh, allowing us to plop our stuff down <laughs> at his table and hang with him for the day. Had such a fun day on Saturday. Yes. Saturday, Saturday was my mental health day. I needed that one. It's been a while since I've had a good mental health day. So thank you to everyone involved uh, with the music on. And uh, thank you. want to send a thank you out to... All of uh, the uh, mom and pop uh, liquor stores and yes. gas stations uh, in the greater Who accepted pizza, the Who greater Mid Cape area, <laughs> yeah, uh, that accepted my ID yes. back in the late eighties. So yes. my uh, my liver and short term memory yes. uh, do not uh, uh, thank you, but uh, I thank you. Yeah, well, luckily there that that wasn't what was going to cause long term effects. Yeah. Uh, it w- might have started it. That's true. Uh, but it was definitely not the, the final long-term effect part of things. Uh, right. Um, I don't think we have anything else. I think I'm good. All right. Uh, you know what? I do yes. want to, because I ran them down earlier. I want to thank every single one of our hosts here at Wave Radio Boston uh, who do an amazing job with their shows. And just wanted to remind people that when there isn't a live show, uh, we have great what 30,000 songs in that damn library Something at this like point that. Uh, that that you can listen to and uh, just enjoy something that you're probably not going to hear on FM radio so uh, thank you very much to all of our hosts they're really amazing alright let's get out of here alright as always our biggest thank you is to every one of you listening we want to hear from you if you haven't done so yet please like our Facebook page Wave Radio Boston Rocks and share it with your friends we want to share the air for more information about your own show, email us at sharetheair at waveradioboston.com. Want to hear your original music on Wave Radio Boston? Email us at media at waveradioboston.com. Go to wrbrocks.com for show schedules. On behalf of Pete Hudson and Becca Lee, I'm John Anthony thanking you for listening to The First Wave. We hope you can join us again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM. We are Wave Radio Boston. Good night, everyone.
here. It's over. Go home. Go. Oh.